This is Authenticated, the Diecast Collector's Podcast from Lionel Racing. We're getting down to the nitty gritty in the 2022 NASCAR season, and what better time than now to talk about it on Authenticated. Episode 26 coming to you at this very moment. We appreciate everybody tuning in as we got to the quarter century mark last week, and uh, or just a couple weeks ago, and uh, now we are into episode 26, and it's a big one as we've got a lot of exciting things coming up for you on today's show, and we will talk about everything that happened this past weekend on the racetrack at Homestead Miami Speedway. We will preview what's to come at Martinsville Speedway as well as the season finale at Phoenix Raceway in just a couple weeks' time. And uh, all kinds of uh, drama, rumors, you know, excitement going on leading up to our championship for events for all three NASCAR National Series, the Cup Series, Xfinity, and Truck Series. And to preview and review everything, uh, we are excited to have our normal cast of characters inside the uh inside the studio that is absolutely frigid today my cannot feel my fingers and that is not a good start to the day but uh, my name is matt kentfield and uh, excited to bring you through another episode of authenticated and joining me as always alex pullman and uh, alex besides cold how uh how how excited are you to get through martinsville speedway and as we lead up to phoenix I'm very excited to see what plays out and if, uh, you know, all of the revenge and karma comes back to fruition that has been promised earlier in the season. So Martinsville is usually the place where that all cumulates. So, yeah, let's uh, let's get ready to rumble in the paperclip. Oh, boy. And Carlene Marginian also on today's show. And uh, Martinsville, you're going to be at Martinsville. Are you ready to see, I don't know, some kung fu fighting or, you know, some some excitement as Alex is kind of hoping for as well? Absolutely. I was at Martinsville last year for playoff. And after seeing what went down between Hamlin and Bowman then, I'm very, very intrigued to see what Hamlin has in store for us this weekend. And Denny Hamlin is in a win-to-get-in uh, scenario at Martinsville, which is going to add to uh, certainly some drama. There's a couple of guys that also need to get a win at Martinsville Speedway in order to make the championship four. And uh, who knows what's going to happen over the course of 500 laps at the paperclip. But uh, before we get into all that, we also want to uh, give you a quick little uh, preview of what we've got coming up on today's show. And uh, we have we are fully aware through our social media feeds, that people are excited to see wave four of NASCAR Authentics. And let me tell you, so are we. Uh, we have had our own version of uh, uh, from Anchorman Panda Watch. We have had uh, Container Watch for, I don't know, three, four weeks now, uh, trying to find where's wave four. People that are offering to take their uh, dinghies and their little kayaks <laughs> and things like that. Get it, get your mind out of the gutter, Alex. No, uh, I thought that was funny. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, and their kayaks and uh, whatever other kind of ocean vessels they can take out to get our uh, container off a ship. But we do have an update on Wave 4 coming up later on in the show, as well as a sneak preview as to uh, what you can expect in Wave 4 when it does come to a local retailer near you. We'll get into that in just a little bit on the show. And we also have, uh, we will be on site at Martinsville Speedway this weekend. I know it's been a while since Lionel Racing's team has been at the racetrack in an official capacity, uh, but we will be doing so at Martinsville Speedway this weekend. And we've got some really cool 
cool prizes and giveaways and uh, fun things to do at Martinsville from Lionel Racing. So we'll get into all that just later on in the show. But first, let's recap all the goings on and the excitement at Homestead Miami Speedway up next on Authenticated. Homestead Miami Speedway used to be the season finale for the NASCAR Cup Series, but instead it's uh, two away from the last one, and but still didn't take away any of the drama at the, uh, the one-and-a-half-mile racetrack. Kyle Larson got back in vi- into victory lane in the NASCAR Cup Series at Homestead Miami Speedway for the uh, first time in his career there because uh, he'd always kind of been snake bit at that facility. Uh, so really cool to see him in that Valvoline car get back into victory lane, his third win of the 2022 season. And uh, we'll talk about how dominating of a performance that was. And uh, I'll tell you what, I, I think he even said, I heard some in-car audio where he's like, man, we kicked their rear ends uh, mm-hmm. in, in, in so many words. And, and, you know, I know you ladies were tuned into the race and was it as bad of a butt whooping as it's, he made it sound like it was? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He uh, is extremely impressive with how close he can run the wall yeah. consistently. Yep. Like, it was just miraculous to watch. <laughs> I like the meme of him, like, up against the wall, and it says me this close to losing my patience. And there's, like, oh, you can't perfect. see my hands, but it's, like, li- that little bit of room between the wall and Kyle Larson's car. Yeah, that, I mean... It takes stones to be able to, you know, run that kind of line and do it consistently and not destroy a race car. And thankfully, he did hit the wall a couple of uh, mm-hmm. times to scrape up that car. So it's going to make a really cool race win die cast. Uh, but uh, Larson did lead 199 of the race's 267 laps. And uh, it wasn't without some drama, though, even though he did uh, lead a good chunk of that race for sure and swept through uh, the two stages as well as the race win. Uh, a little bit of drama there with the 19 car, Martin Truex Jr. on pit road. Uh, what, what did you guys see there? I saw an extremely impressive uh, Martin Truex still ending up in his pit box. 10 out of 10 on the landing. That alone was miraculous. And shout out to none of the pit guys getting hurt because that could have been awful. But, I mean, listening to both of them talk and the people I was with, we were kind of talking about it too. It's hard to drive with the sun in your eyes. And that seemed to be the uh, issue in its entirety was they just couldn't see, quote unquote. So, I mean... You're not expecting someone not to hit their box, right? You're kind of like in a pattern when you're on pit road. So I give Larson some leeway. Yeah, Yeah, I think it was just one of them racing deals. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there was a a little bit of talk that I did see on social media where they were wondering if, you know, Larson did it on purpose or something like that. And, you know, look, only one person knows what really happened there, you know, with that five car is the driver behind the wheel. But at the same time, I think that that's there's no need to spin somebody on pit road right there. You know what I mean? Right. It, there had to have been some kind of some kind of issue there, whether it was Kyle just couldn't see, or maybe the 19 did check up just a little bit. Who knows? Uh, but uh, again, thankfully, no one was hurt. There was no, uh, you know, I don't want to say no harm, no foul, because it, it did ruin. Uh, what could have been a good day for that 19 car. And I'll tell you what, if there's a hard luck award winner for the 2022 season, it's got to be that true X bunch. Absolutely. He was bad fast too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you could hear in his voice after, you know, some of these incidents and things like that. And it's been happening a lot this year mm-hmm. where they take a fast car for whatever reason, whether it's on their own accord pit crew or just terrible luck. Um, they don't end up with the results that they should be having. And, um, you know, and that's kind of told the story, I guess you can say, of the whole Joe Gibbs Racing team 
all season long because the 18 car has not performed what the 18 car does. And maybe there's some, you know, underlying things going on there with, you know, sponsorship, not coming back, the driver, not coming back, you know, who, uh, again, I think there's too much pride inside of each of those pit stalls and each of those race teams to just tank on purpose. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying that there's not effort getting put into, you know, succeeding, but I, you guys are looking at me like I have three heads. So clearly you have differing opinions for where I am. But I I understand that there's probably thoughts that that 18 car isn't being provided with the same speed secrets that the 18 car has had over the years. The 18 car this. is wrecking every weekend. Correct. His engine blew up at Bristol. Right. That, and you have like it doesn't three happen. in a row with yeah. the engines or something? Yeah. Like... It's just, it's very sus. Uh, I, I will say that years down the road, I hope that there's a, a book written about Kyle Busch's 2022 season. Oh. Because it will be phenomenal. You Absolutely. Know? Uh, and, and not necessarily an autobiog- autobiographical from Kyle. I want to see a third party go in there and get the real scoop on both sides. You know, right. you know where things went awry what's going on behind the scenes. And, uh, uh, you know, I've been getting into some of these like sports documentaries. There's a great one about the Los Angeles Lakers going on right now. And just seeing all the things that happened when, you know, in the showtime area era with magic Johnson and all that stuff and how much stuff was going on behind the scenes when the team owner's daughter is hooking up with the coach and stuff like that. It's not, it's all stuff (laughs) that's just crazy. You know, um, you know, I, I, hopefully, uh, to see a documentary like that about Kyle Busch's 2022 season, I think would be fascinating maybe not for the general sports public but certainly for us in this room and probably everybody mm-hmm. who's listening to this show right now because you're you're clearly race fans and you want to know what's really going on there but uh um to to see the joe gibbs racing team i don't want to say um you know fall out of the sky like they but they're not running well you yeah. know christopher bell's got a win and, and two wins this year and, you know all those cars have seen bright blips on the radar of success but for the vast majority of the season joe gibbs racing has kind of been an afterthought they've been getting you know kind of consistently outrun by even the 2311 cars Mm -hmm. um which you know is a satellite jgr team for for all intents and purposes but um you know you got other teams with newer newer procedures in place. You look at track house racing, how much better they're running than Joe Gibbs racing, you, you know, colleague racing for, you know, especially on road courses and stuff like that. They run better than the Gibbs cars um, without, a, you know, without decades of notes and, and things like that. Yeah. New car, a lot of, lot of other uh, things going on there. Um, but still you would expect Joe Gibbs racing to not fail as many times as they have this year. Absolutely. Alex, do you have anything to share about AJ? The man's came in third, did he not, on an oval? Um, he did, and I saw a tweet um, where it said his at first average the first half of the year was like 26.3, and in the last seven races, it's like 7.5. So what's the difference? What's the, I don't know. I don't know their team the protocol over there. But I'm just saying that it's a good prerequisite, I think, for next year. Well, I think, and it just came into my brain, like the teams that seem to be having the most, like, fun are the teams that are doing the best. That sounds like, obviously, if you're having, like, a good season, you're going to have more fun. But, like, colleagues seems to be, like, a more 
young, energetic, fun, like, grouping, and they're always having a good time, like, on social. Yes. And same with Track House. Like, they're a family. They do everything together. Like, and it shows on the track. They're just, I mean, kind of outperforming a lot of older teams out there. I want to say, like, you know, I know HMS is having a lot of success and they always do Mm. i feel but they're very like straight line buttoned up that's how they've always been that's how they work and it works for them Mm -hmm. but to your point i think it's the people who are a little more relaxed yeah are the ones who yes they want to go out and win the championship like for track house's sake you know but colleague over there until next year when they're full-time i mean i know with justin haley they're full-time but they're just chasing trophies at this point. And Justin Haley's been up there the last few he races. He has, yeah. So. He ran really well at the Roval. Mm-hmm. He and AJ were both up there. So it's been quite impressive. Yes. Interesting to see how that, you know, parlays into success for that colleague team in 2023 as they go, you know, kind of take a, a, a small step up in, um, you know, with AJ going full-time in the Cup Series uh, instead of kind of having that rotating cast of characters in that car like they've had this year. Mm-hmm. Um but it, uh, and to your point, you know, you look at a, I've, I've even heard Justin Mark say this with track house racing, that they're in the entertainment business, mm-hmm. right? They are, they are a race team that is part of a bigger empire, right? Between, um, you know, all of their partners in the Nashville area and everything like that, you know, what was it? Two weeks ago in Las Vegas, they had Kid Rock's honky tonk and they mm-hmm. had Tootsie's on mm-hmm. Chastain's car, um, and they're very in tune with the Nashville scene and we're still waiting for them to invite us to go hang out in Nashville for a weekend. Um, True. you know, Justin Track house, this is to you. <laughs> yes. And, uh, so, um, you know, so they're very much in, you know, success on the racetrack is great. You know what I mean? Certainly Pitbull, you, you know, there, there is no, uh, I don't know. Uh, he's probably in the top five overall enter worldwide entertainers. Right now. Mr. Worldwide. Worldwide. Exactly. But, <laughs> but I'm, as far as a, a reach and a, you know, a fan base and everything like that, his music touches all different demographics, right? Absolutely. So, Correct. Um, that, that is a big deal for them. Yeah. Success on the racetrack is good, but they have other entities that are, you know, that need to be successful as well. And the racing stuff helps that. And those other entities help the racing side. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they need the flashy, they need, you know, cool looking cars, they need excitement, they need cool social media stuff to reflect the kind of audience that they're trying to target. I'm going to say too, they're also the ones out there who have changed the game, I think, you know, not only with their paint schemes, shout out to Kyle, who there is their graphic artist, but he does some fire paint schemes all year Mm -hmm. but also they're the ones who started this international project 91 program bringing in you know former f1 drivers and you know wherever down the line and bringing them to nascar to kind of intertwine the two worlds which is also a game changer yeah you're bringing in you know other audiences and giving them another shout out in terms of them treating it like entertainment they're haulers are a literal party yes like when i and i know i brought this up before but it just blew my mind walking past them at the roval like they have neon signs hanging from the hauler that say track house and like they've got red carpets rolled out and plants and there's music playing and no other hauler is doing that and they're not even like flat like they're not flashy like the other ones it's literally like a matte black with the chrome symbol Mm -hmm. and i think that is fire 
And you mentioned how Hendrick Motorsports is a little bit more buttoned up and everything like that. Well, it, because if you, if you look at the ones that are kind of old school, it's because they've been around the sport for a long time. Roger Penske of the world, you know, Joe Gibbs has been around for a long time. Rick Hendrick, certainly. Um, you look at some of those teams and, you know, I, you mentioned the Hendrick thing. Their success speaks for itself, Mm -hmm, right? As soon as they start not, and I mean, even this year, they haven't been to their standards, I'd say. But again, a new car, lots of different winners, you know, there's a lot of parity now that wasn't in the Cup Series prior to 2022. But at the same time, you look at the way the Hendrick Motorsports operates and the whole Hendrick empire, right? You, you, I'm sure all of us have been to one of their car dealerships in the Charlotte area. Mm-hmm. Every service technician looks the same. I don't care if you work at the Jeep dealer, the Chevy dealer, the Kia dealer. You know, you don't know which one's working where. And it's very much the same thing with the race team. You know, you don't, you wouldn't know necessarily by looking at the shirt if they work on the five car, the 48, whatever it might be. Um, so that's just kind of how they choose to operate. And again, that is a big business, the Hendrick Empire. You know, the the racing thing is Rick Hendrick's golf game. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he, he started with a little car, used car lot, and now he's, you know, one of the biggest car dealers in, in the United States. Um, so it, it's just interesting that juxtaposition there between some of the uh, the old school guys, you know, even Penske and, and everything like that, you know, with their start shirts and everything, you know. it's. Well, but Penske did take, you know, some initiative a few years ago, they had, don't do it anymore, but like when they intertwined their IndyCar guys, their sports car guys and their NASCAR guys, and they did like the Penske games. Right. So it did show that there was a fun side to yeah. the Penske organization. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, I, I think this day and age, you know, between social media and, you know, just short attention spans, you know, the, the TikTok generation, you know, the quick little blurbs of, you know, information and content, uh, you've got to be up on that in order to appeal to fans and partners and sponsors. So, um, you know, I, I think you will see that more and more with some of these other, I don't say smaller teams, but more of the, you know, not the five car operations, uh, you know, um, or four car operations that you see now, but as more and more of these one or two car operations like Trackhouse has, Colleague has, um, and even some of these smaller teams that are starting to, um, build up some car inventories and things like that, you're going to see that they're going to be just as much about entertainment as they are going to be about performance on the racetrack. Mm -hmm. So, which is great for us because, you know, we're race fans, we're people that, you know, YouTube more, more than I am are more in that generation, you know, the TikTok generation where you need to catch someone's eye and, you know, appeal to them instantly Mm -hmm. because they, it's very easy to just breeze past it if you don't. So it's funny you say that. Sorry, guys. Oh, I was just saying, I'm more of the Vine generation. You had six seconds to right. get your point across. Yes. TikTok now is like five minutes long, and I know I don't have the patience no. for that. No. Go ahead, Alex. I was going to say, it's funny you say that because I was watching um, Ross Chastain's post-race interview last night, and he was saying that Trackhouse and his, the organization and his people over there have kind of pushed him to be more on social media because he's not a social media guy. He's just a a watermelon farmer from Florida, as he says. Um, so he's trying to step out of his comfort zone to be part of the generation to reach out to people. But I mean, to your point, like if you're not comfortable with that, but it's the generation, if you want to get out there, you kind of have to right. learn to step out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, you even see guys like um, Kyle Larson, Kevin Harvick, uh, Kyle Bush, 
uh, a lot of their social media content is driven around what their kids are doing on the racetrack. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you know, a guy like Harvick, you know, Keelan, it's most of, mostly Keelan social media stuff, but Kevin's heavily involved in all that stuff too. And same thing with Kyle. Kyle's doing a lot of stuff. Now, Sam, his wife is all over TikTok. I saw something where she's in a bikini the other day. And, you know, that that's... that's <laughs> they were in Miami. <laughs> that, it, right. That's targeting a, a different, you know different demographic than than some other things but hey you know whatever works whatever gets eyes on the brand right that you know Absolutely. at the end I, I didn't see through the entire tiktok um it's probably for rowdy energy but that's know? what i'm thinking i'm sure at the end she's drinking a rowdy energy you know mm-hmm. which hey that's free advertising you don't have to pay her a salary to do, do it like you would another model or something like that she you know she lives in your house you're good <laughs> fun fact keelan harvick had a vine before he had a tiktok Good for Keelan. When he was a little baby. I was going to say, Delana, Vine's been... Delana ran it, but when he was a little baby, he early when he's a little toddler. Yeah, it was probably when I was a sophomore in high school. So, yeah. he was what, 20? He was 10? No. 11? No, no. Well, I think it had been around the line, but it was on. He was born in what, like 2012? Yeah, I was going to say, I think he's the same si- age as my son, who was like, born in 2012. But so, like so. 2013, 2012, gotcha. something like that. Right. Crazy times. Crazy times. But, uh, all, all the while, though, Kyle Larson getting his third win of the year. This Valvoline Chevrolet Camaro is going to be a really cool race win die cast because it does have that damage on the right-hand side. So stay tuned to our social media channels on Friday this week. Uh, we'll be posting all of those uh, reference photos so you can see just how tore up the right side of that car was. Uh, it's going to have lots of confetti, blue and pink, you know, uh, it almost looked like a gender reveal gone wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> The front stretch was the same way. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it'll it'll be a really cool uh, race win diecast that you can order right now at LionelRacing.com or by calling our friendly call center agents at one 800 or checking out other authorized Lionel Racing diecast dealers. Now, that, of course, puts us just one regular or uh, one playoff race away from the championship four coming up this weekend at Martinsville Speedway. And uh, only Logano has locked in by win. Um, you know, with Kyle Larson winning, of course, he was eliminated in the most recent round. So only Logano can go into Martinsville saying, okay, I'm good. So right now, Chastain, Elliott, and Byron are all above the cut line. Hamlin and Blaney on the outside looking in, but still with a shot. Uh, Hamlin probably more so than Blaney, but still, they, you know, nothing's impossible for those guys. And, and you guys are both smiling and laughing. Like, are we going to... no mention of Briscoe. It's fine. <laughs> Does, but he doesn't That's have a shot. That's why I'm laughing. I thought if he, was he like, wins. Well, if he wins, yes. But he can't point his way in because he's no, like 50-something back. But he could win. He absolutely I'm, could win, yes. I'm going to quote Carleen on this one. Ooh. This is Hamlin's house. This is where Hamlin's going to duke it out and... That's this is what's gonna go down this weekend. He tends to fight at his home track. Mm-hmm. That's where all the drama goes down. But again, I, I think since he's in a win, winner else kind of scenario, basically, that's is he. So you'll wreck someone for the win. And if it's him and Chastain, let me tell you how angry I was with AJ Allmendinger. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. Oh, we might have a fight in the studio right now. I wanted the one to win too. The fact that oh I get like it was really good racing and it was but if AJ could have just let Ross catch up to Larson so he was locked in and we don't have to worry about Hamlin retaliating and him not getting into the championship four okay I'm stressed I'm just I just want to say that um no one thought that Chastain was gonna make it this far and it's true boom 
everyone was talking smack. And Matt's pick for the champion was Hamlin, and he's not even – he's below the cut line right and, now. And let's right. be honest, because we do an internal race pool here, and, you know, we do our research and look at the driver averages. And some of us do. Okay. Well, some of us do. Some, some of us, us go off it. of screenshots. I go with my heart. Okay. Well, <laughs> except yesterday when I see the screenshot of the thing. Um Blaney has the best driver average and he hasn't won a race this season and everyone keeps saying, but I just think as much as I am a Blaney fan, I just don't think with his luck that he is going to make it. I feel like he doesn't. I mean, it. I'm sure he does have the drive, but it doesn't appear to be that way. Like Blaney's just kind of there this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can see that. And maybe, maybe it's just because the season hasn't gone very well that it's easy just to stay discouraged and, mm-hmm. you know, um, take it easy, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I have a hard time believing that he's just giving up. Uh, but at the same time, it just hasn't been the His season. heart's not there. Right. So, yeah. um, but with one victory, that attitude changes a lot, right? Then all of a sudden you're up on the wheel and you got that fire again, but you just hasn't, he hasn't had that opportunity to kind of get reinvigorated yet this season. So uh, it will be interesting. So uh, I want to see Chase Elliott knocked out. I kind of do too. I just think it would be like oh. entertaining. Well, just a year without chasing it. Correct. I, I don't want to see any, I rather would see Blaney and Hamlin race their way in and no Hendrick guys make it in. What's, just, with, what's with the HMS hate in this room? I don't get it. Well, no, I just want something different. Like, you know, because obviously Logano has won a championship, but then you would have Logano going in as the only person to previously win a championship, and then you would have three new people who have never won a championship before. So seeing those three battle it out against the previous champion would be such a good race, I think, in Phoenix if that scenario can play out. Or even a Briscoe, if he could race his way in. I appreciate Sorry. you putting that in there. Sorry. Um, I just think it would be fun in that same scenario that Alex is building. Like, it just seems like that's where the season should go, is there should be a new champion. Right. With all the winners and everything. Exactly. No. And the new car and, like, trying out different things. And I just think it would, just like how last year with all of Larson's wins, it only felt right for Larson to win the championship – I feel this season it's only right for there to be a new champion. Right. Okay. I think that's fair. Thank you for justifying your hatred of Hendrick Motorsport. It's not even I don't hate Hendrick. <laughs> it's just I just that, really like Bowman, and he's not in it anymore. Right. So, and I just want to see somebody, something different. Like, I well, want to see a different storyline. Yeah, and I think no matter what, we are going to at least have two guys um, that have never won a championship, right? Like, Chase is still eligible. Mm-hmm. To make it, and certainly Logano has won a championship. So there's going to be at least two guys that have never won before. And, and that's happened in, in this playoff format, in this chase format before, but it seems like it is, you know, Chase and or Larson, uh, Ham, uh, Hamlin and or Truex and or Bush. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For a while there, early on, it was Harvick a lot. Um, when Brad was at Penske, was Brad or Joey or both. Right. So the fact that it could be the William Byron, you know what I mean? It could be Briscoe carrying the 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 load for Stuart Haas, motor, or Stuart Haas Racing. You know, it, His back hurts. It, right. We're watermelon crawling to Phoenix, folks. Just this letting you know. This is the time I've heard Alex say that today, and it's currently It's way too early. early. <laughs> I'm just saying. We're, we're doing it, man. We're doing it. <laughs> so whose championship, besides mine, is championship pick is still alive? <laughs> Mine died in the first round. Yeah. I don't remember who I picked. Oh, solid. 
I know did, I picked Barry for Xfinity, but I don't I, remember. I was the only there. one in this room who picked Logano to go to the final four, though. That's true. Even though my overall pick got knocked out in the first round. Who did I pick? Oh, I picked Elliot. Okay. And I don't even want him to make it into the final <laughs> four. <laughs> well, sometimes you got to uh, pick with your your pocketbook more than you got to p- pick with your, your your brain, right? So Your uh, heart. Your heart, pull yes. for who pays the bills, as my dad used to say. Correct. <laughs> but, you know, no matter what, I think um, it, it'll be certainly an exciting race at Phoenix. But knowing that there's going to be at least two guys that are going to be hungry for that first championship. I mean, look, if you're in that position, you're going to drive your ass off. I don't care if, if you've won seven of them or if you've won zero, you're still going to, you know, be on the hunt for that championship. So I swear this Martinsville race better be not as boring as the spring one, though. Something has better change. There's a high possibility all three guys who get to the final four are going off points. So right. it's going to yeah. be, they have to race hard. There's really no other option. I'm just going to say, because the spring was just a snooze fest. Yeah. I'm excited I for it. what I said. I, I, I love short track racing. I've made that pretty clear over the course of the 26 episodes well, of this show. There it is. So, uh... <laughs> Do you guys know that there's a modified race there Thursday night of in Martinsville? Of course there is. <laughs> All right, we should just go Thursday. Yes. Uh, oh, there you go. I'm not saying that I won't be going there Thursday and then <laughs> Fun c- fact. coming back and then... Uh, uh, Matt's going, going up Thursday to celebrate his birthday early. There you go. That Fun would actually fact. be your birthday early. That no, would be the... No, mine's on Friday. I, that's what I'm saying. Yours, yeah. is the, yours comes before mine. I understand that. So. Matt's birthday is on Sunday, so if you see him at the track. Alex's is on Friday, so if you see I won't be the there, track, though. So will be there, there Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. But yeah, see Matt, you know, we're going to get him a nice uh, sash and everything. It's his birthday girl on it and everything. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to have balloons, 41 balloons. And... There you go. When we were at the Roval, I was calling my dad a VIP, a very important princess. So that's what we're going <laughs> to refer to you as. <laughs> Your dad was hilarious. He took it in strides. He did. It was I, awesome. Look, he got the, he did get the princess treatment there. Absolutely. So I mean, he, he, <laughs> you you deal with those kind of titles when uh, when you're getting taken care of, wind and dine the way that he was at that race. So his wearing all this pinky up. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So what? Who's going to be our championship for? Uh, I'll start with you, Alex. I'm gonna oh, put we're going to we're going to do it again. Uh, I want, I, yeah, well, yeah, we're going to re rack it now because obviously we know who the eight possibility or now I guess it's more like six possibilities could be. Uh, when after Martinsville, what are we looking at for our final four? Well, obviously Logano. Um, Good call. Yeah. Um, Hamlin. Strategy. Hamlin's going to be there because Hamlin has to make it the final four, so we can't win again. Um, sorry, Denny. Mm. Um, I don't want a Hendrick guy, even though this goes. I mean, unfortunately, I think it's going to happen. I don't want it to happen, but I think Chase will make it in. Chastain is going to Phoenix, folks. Well, yeah, he's going. No, he's going in the four. Like I'm pretty sure he's got a plane ticket already. He's good. <laughs> no, we're gonna. He's gonna do it. He's gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna go to the championship four. Who's we? What role do you play on the race <laughs> I don't team? Know. Okay. She gonna... works with the licensing All over right. there. That's, yeah, I hype them up. <laughs> that's fair. All right, that works. Carl. So, Logano, and I think we're going to have many. Uh, HMS guys. I think it's going to be Chastain, Elliott, and Byron because Byron won Martinsville in the spring. So I feel confident that he's at least going to be up there. Chastain's got to make it. I just, he just does. And then Elliott because he was my pick. So I feel like I got to throw him in there. I don't think Hamlin's making it this year. 
Interesting. I'm still sticking with Hamlin as my championship pick, Logano, obviously. And then I think it's going to be Elliott. And most likely Chastain is what I'm thinking. Um, I just don't think Byron's been strong enough all season long to, you know, kind of leapfrog some of those other guys if it's just based on points. And Blaney, I just, we, we already touched on it. I think he's just on a down year. And, you know, knowing that he still has a shot, he's probably still got that fire. Uh, but he's probably already got one one eye on 2023 already mm-hmm. um, just to uh, kind of hit the reset button, get one year, full year notes on that Team Penske number 12 car to uh, uh, really attack 2023 hard. But that's kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, and, and when we talk about our championship picks, we've actually got a pretty cool contest coming up with Lionel Racing social media channels we'll touch on later on in the show as well. So we want to know who your championship picks are going to be after we get through this Martinsville race. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit to the NASCAR Xfinity series, Homestead, Miami speedway and, uh, big shocker. What, what's this new nickname that this kid's gotten? Noah Gregson the vomit comment. The vomit. Uh, uh. <laughs> did he, did he get sick again? I didn't get to watch the end he of the did race at the cup race. I don't know about Xfinity. Uh, well, I did I, see his little dance in victory lane. Yeah. Though. Well in victory lane after the Xfinity race, I saw the interview and he looked miserable. If he didn't get sick, he looked like he should have been. Homeboy um, needs to go to the doctor now. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before. You know, we all appreciate Noah's heart and drive and personality and ability and everything. He does. He checks all the boxes of a NASCAR superstar. But the only one that he doesn't check off is physical stamina. I guess mm. we can say. Yeah. Whether it is, you know, a mental thing or a physical thing, a combination of the two. I want to see him get right because 600 miles at Charlotte next May is going to be a, you know, he's already around the Coke 600, you know, but when he's doing it week after week, mm-hmm. five, 400, 500, 600 mile races, it's going to take a lot more of him. He's going to be in the sim more. He's going to be doing a lot of things and he's going to have, you know, a little bit, you know, when he right races five cup races of the year. Yeah. You can go there for seat time and experience and hope for the best and all that. Now he's when he races these cup races, it's not just about experience anymore. Now you're going to be expected to perform a little bit, you know, not saying he's got he's going to be expected to run for a championship in 2023 in his first full year in the cup series. But there's going to need to be some kind of results. You know, we see that with that petty GMS team right now. The 43 with Eric Jones is running top 10 pretty much every week. Extremely consistent. Yeah. Well, the 42 is not right now right so that helped that had a lot to do with why ty Dillon's not going to be back in that car and noah gregson is noah gregson's now won i think eight races in the xfinity series Mm -hmm. you know the odds on favorite for the championship when they get to phoenix not saying he's going to win eight cup races next year but he's going to have to show a little bit of you know performance there and the only way you're going to show performance is if you're healthy inside that race car right well, right out the gate, I mean, it's going to be him and Ty Gibbs for Rookie of the Year. So there's already that he's got to prove himself for, too. No, excuse my ignorance. Is Gibbs still able to run for Rookie of the Year with See, all his cup races? I don't know because I think they changed it from what I would People I keep asking Bob, and all he keeps saying is that it's a case-by-case basis. Yeah. And that they'll make NASCAR will make an official decision if... Like, if he moves up. Like, I, I, oh, please. We all know it. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate... Look, if somebody said you're going to be the NASCAR Cup Series Rookie of the Year, I would take that title and put it on every hero card and everything on my <laughs> resume. Kevin Conway was a NASCAR Cup Series Rookie of the Year. You know what I mean? It, it's not a... So it's, it's Casey Kane. But he won a lot of races through the course of his career. You know what I mean? It, it, 
I'm not taking away that title. It's it's a great one to win. But look, depends what, who you're up against. Right. Whether you win that title or not does not justify whether you're a NASCAR Hall of Famer by any means. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not. Oh, this guy was rookie of the year. He's gonna light the world on fire. Eh, just well, go out there I and perform it, and worry. You know. I was gonna say I think it meant more back in like the 2000s than it does now because now it's like if you win a race, it doesn't matter your consistency of the year. If you win a race, boom, you win. Right. Like Which that's pr- yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So in this year's rookie of the year was Cindric, right? Yes. Yeah. He, he won a race, so boom, you're the rookie of the year. Basically, the first one of the season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, and it like really Briscoe was. won last year because he won a race. Right. No. Right. No, he didn't. No, he died, didn't. But he was up against, I don't even know. And Custer won the year before because he won that one race in Kentucky. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, look, again, not taking away anybody's rookie of the year status, but realistically, that's a great goal to have, but it shouldn't be your primary goal when you go into your first full season of NASCAR Cup Series competition, whether you're denoted as a rookie or not. You should just go out there and try to perform. Um, But going back to Noah Gregson, uh, really cool to see him win again and tear up his car again in the burnout in the victory lane celebration. So uh, the kid's getting good at that. Uh, I want to see him do that to a cup car now because, uh, you know, I, I appreciate. Oh, you did, did it. it. I did it. I finally hit the microphone. Um, but, you know, that car looks the same week in and week out. And it is rare, I don't care which series, which NASCAR National Series you're talking about, to see one sponsor, in this case it's more like a conglomeration of three sponsors, uh, but it's all driven around Bass Pro Shops. That car's been the same all season long. Mm -hmm. You don't see that very often. Even, you know, thinking like in the cup side, Denny Hamlin had FedEx for a long time, but now even FedEx has backed down a little bit from doing a full season. You know, that Bass Pro car has been the same for Noah Gregson from Daytona through Phoenix. And that's extremely rare. Um, but as we've talked about before, Noah does a great job in changing them up when he does win the race because then he tears up the fender. And then there was that one race, I think it was Kansas when he won, and the guys at the shop forgot to finish the decal job on the uh, fender front fenders. And that's what made that car stand out a little bit. And I even brought that up to some of our friends at Junior Motorsports the other day, and they had no idea that those decals were missing from that car. They oh, said no. they did it on purpose, yeah. specifically to make it different, because then the next one isn't the Arrowhead sponsor sticker isn't there. So it's like another small difference. Wouldn't you say the same thing if you forgot to do something? Mm-hmm. Be like, like oh, yeah, I did that on purpose. Row? I did that on purpose, you know. know. Hey, again. I like it though. Whatever, whose ever fault it may or may not have been. Right. He was on a roll then. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's something I my kids do a lot around the house. Oh, I I didn't clean my room because you know I, I wanted to keep that toy right there so that you could see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure that's exactly right. what happened. Yeah. Got it. Let's go with that. Um, but that uh, that race win for Noah Gregson, the Bass Pro Shops, True Timber, Black Rifle Coffee Company, Chevrolet Camaro. Uh, available for purchase right now at lionlracing.com, 1-800-952-0708, or other authorized Lionel Racing dealers. And uh, that leads us, of course, to the championship battle for the NASCAR Xfinity Series. We've got uh, Ty Gibbs and A.J. Allmendinger currently above the cut line. Uh, Josh Berry has already locked in, as has Noah Gregson. So the two JRM cars are still av- uh, are, are already locked in. Gibbs and Almondinger above the cut line. Allgaier and Austin Hill need help, but still possible for those guys to get in. Do we see an opportunity for either of those two? Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe for Allgaier. I don't see Austin Hill 
No, I don't think Martinsville's one of his strongest tracks. If anything, I was going to say Sam Mayer because he was running there well in the spring until he and Gibbs got into a fight. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the four is going to stay how it is. Yeah, that's, yeah. that seems logical. You know, I, it's going to take a lot of help. I, I do think that Austin Hill could run well. Uh, of the guys that are not locked in right now, I think Austin Hill does have a better chance than maybe we might think that he does. Um because of his short track background, because he's run Martin well at Martinsville in the truck series before with the Tory. Um, That's a Toyota versus a Chevy though. No, I'm, I'm not saying that there's a whole lot of correlation between, you know, cup series or I'm sorry, truck series success at a certain racetrack and Xfinity series trucks uh, success at a certain racetrack. But I, I, I think he's got a shot to, he's probably got the best shot to overtake one of the other two um, okay. to, to, to get into the the championship four. So uh, that race in Martinsville, uh, you know, while I'm looking forward to the cup race, I'm also looking forward to that Xfinity race for that reason, just because, you know, there's two drivers locked in and the other two are super hungry to get in there. Um, There were fights in the spring. It was a good race in the spring. It was. And, you know, we will have a new Xfinity series champion this year. Like all none of the drivers that are eligible for the championship have ever won one. Mm. So, um, I've, but I honestly think it's Noah's to lose. Oh, 100%. Uh, it's like Larson last year. Right. And it's... But when it comes down to one race and... It's whoever finishes ahead of the other. Noah has been running so strong all season long. You know, I don't think he's gone more than maybe like three or four races without a win, right? Like, and he went four straight race weekends with a win um, just maybe a month ago. Um Four car set currently available at linerracing.com. Shameless uh, plug. <laughs> and, but, you know, when it comes down, you know, one pit stop, one loose wheel, one lap car getting in the way away from a, losing a championship, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that's what NASCAR wanted with this playoff format. And every year they get it. And, Phoenix Raceway is the per. I don't want to say it's the perfect place for it to happen, but I mean it, it's it's a good mixture of speedway and short track. So anything can certainly happen at Phoenix, but we got to get through Martinsville first. And um, I don't remember who we picked for uh, our Xfinity Series championship. I know Barry. you said Barry, so you're still good. You probably went with AJ. So I did. You're, you're still good. I don't even remember who I went with, but I think you did Gregson. I, I was going to say I probably went with Gregson. So we're three for three here. So feels good. Yeah, yeah, we're we're in good shape. We can pick the Xfinity series with the best of them well, here. You two are locked in. I mean, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, I gotta yeah. wait to after. I don't week. see Almendinger not making it. I would like to, but to your point for last year though, once he if he can get to Phoenix, I want to see the drive since he's moving back up next year. Mm-hmm. I want to actually. I don't care if the other guys. If it, I want to see him up there. Right. In well, contention. Because it's not like he's the only one moving up, right? So you've got Gregson going up too. And Gibbs. And Gibbs. So it would almost be dumb for him not to. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> it's the worst kept secret. It would be dumb for him not to drive his hardest because it's not like he's racing guys who are then staying in Xfinity. Right. They're yeah. all going up together. So let's see who's <laughs> the best right now. Get that Noah Gregson race win, uh, uh, which is available for order right now at LionelRacing.com. 
our friendly call center agents are ready to take your call right now as well. 1-800-952-0708 or check out other authorized Lionel Racing diecast dealers. And uh, we'll touch on the truck series real quick as Ty Majeski has locked himself into the championship four. And of course, they do not race in Martinsville. So the championship four is set for the truck series. It will be Ty Majeski and Ben Rhodes out of the Thor Sport Racing Camp. Front Row Motorsports' Zane Smith and KBM's Chandler Smith all going for the championship in two weeks' time at Phoenix Raceway. So that'll be a lot of fun. And I uh, can't wait to, uh, you know, for all the excitement at Martinsville this weekend for the Xfinity and Cup Series and then all three of them going to battle for the final time at Phoenix in two weeks. So uh, that recaps everything at Homestead Miami Speedway. But, man, have we got a lot of new fresh paint diecast to tell you all about. And we'll do that up next on Authenticated. It is now time to bring you a laundry list of new and exciting fresh paint die casts that are currently available for order at lionelracing.com. And to bring them to you is Giggly McGee over here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what was just happening there, but uh, we are we are pumped up to that. I think that's all it is. It's just this total excitement about all of these, I don't know, 20 cars or something so like excited. that. So excited. Come on, Carlene. Let's go through the fresh paint die cast. All right. We've got some freshy, fresh paints for you. Starting it off with the NASCAR classic release of the Mark Martin Folgers 1990 North Wilkesboro win, where he beat Earnhardt for that win, and it was never released before, so... Go get that one, obviously. Uh, Folgers will be on the car because yeah. that was like a thing on social. S some knucklehead said that like his cousin's aunt's mother's, you know, grandpa's Goldfish. dog. Yeah, <laughs> said that we couldn't produce it with Folgers on it. And Carlene, too, you know, kudos to her for setting the guy straight because it's like if we couldn't put Folgers on this Mark Martin car, why would we, why would we even bother? <laughs> So, you Bless. know, we are checking with NASCAR and our production team and everything like that to see which, if any, uh, contingency sponsors uh, might need to be omitted in some way. But uh, certainly Folgers is not one of them. That will be loud and proud on that race car. So uh, I'm excited to get that one because that was kind of like my, you know, early entry to really knowing what's going on in NASCAR was, you know, late 80s, early 90s. So Mark Martin was winning just about everything back in the day. So I'm excited to add that one to my diecast collection. As you should be. Mark Martin's son is also very excited. If you guys follow the Mark Martin mm -hmm. archives. Yeah, Matt's, Matt's a cool dude. Yeah, he's been posting about it a lot. He's been really fun to go back and forth with on social. Used to be a decent little race car driver too. Ran pro trucks down in Florida. Now you know. Your brain more, is so interesting. The more you know. <laughs> um, so that is what we have in our classic release. We've got um, a lot more 2023s that are currently coming out. Uh, we've got the Eric Almarola number 10 Smithfield Ford Mustang. He is coming back next year. So those you're going to start to see all his typical schemes come out. So that Smithfield's out there. You've got the Kevin Harvick number four Bush Light Ford Mustang. You've got the Chris Busher number 17 Fastenal Ford Mustang. Um, it's a bit of a switch up from what Fastenal usually does. They've got the like light pin pricks in the design which is supposed to quote illuminate your supply chain i thought that was fun creative extremely and the 17 has a new number font so that's going to be different next year so a little something new to add to your collection uh, also for 2023 we've got the ross chastain number one Kubota Chevrolet Camaro. I know a lot of people were confused when we put that out that they thought it was going to have like the playoff markings. It is not because it is for 2023. It is not his 2022 car. 
On top of that, we've got race one cars. You've got the Joey Logano number 22 Pennzoil. I really like this one because the confetti is red and black, which matches the car. Um, I have like a little thing about that. Like with Larson's uh, homestead, it's pink and blue and yeah. I'm not a fan. Yeah. The, with the, the red car. Yeah. The OCD in me was happy for that Logano car because it all flowed nicely. It's beautiful. And there's yes. not too much confetti because I know that's a whole thing. It is tastefully displayed on the car oh my gosh. also there is the josh berry number eight harrison's usa xfinity there's some awesome damage to that car there's a great story behind it with him bumping into the wall coming back racing it for the win someone pointed out that there's like a piece of brake or something wheel weight wheel weight in the door uh have not heard back from production obviously there's nothing going to be legitimately sticking out from right. the door it will be replicated in decal form but yeah, we are we, we will not do a three-dimensional you know wheel weight sticking out of there we don't need anyone getting hurt right um so that's a really cool looking one and with my ocd the tire mark is green and yellow which goes with the green and yellow of the car wow yeah I really, I like check these things out. Um, so we've also got non-race version of the Cole Custer number 41 Dixie Vodka Miami Ford Mustang you guys just saw on track last weekend. The Martin Truex Jr. number 19 Bass Pro Shop slash Sherry Strong Toyota Camry, that beautiful teal color uh, that ran at the Roval. It will feature a pink net on the 124s only, just like last year, the 164 Roval cars will not have pink nets, unfortunately. We've got the Daniel Suarez, number 99, Kid Rock's Honky Tonk Chevrolet Camaro that ran at Las Vegas, Vegas uh, as well as the Ross Chassain, number one, Tootsie's Orchard. Or- or- orchid. Or- Tell me why that's the word that I trip up Tell on. Tell me why. Goodness gracious. You know, I was going to, when she went through the Kid Rock one, I was be like, you know what? I've been waiting for that one all summer long. Oh. oh. Look at that. We even used his uh, lyrics when we posted on Twitter, too. So just keep it rolling. Yeah. I would love to have a picture of oh, that car. Oh, goodness gracious. I want to be a cowboy, so baby. When I look at it, I can say, ball with, with the, the ball. With the ball, the bang, the bang. <laughs> and Matt's been cut off. And I have run out of all my knowledge of rock songs, so we're good. Um, to continue with uh, some of the Roval cars, we've got the Chase Elliott number 9 Napa Night Vision, which also will have the pink net on it. We've got... Um, another pink net on here. Oh, the Justin Haley number 31 leaf filter pink Chevrolet Camaro. That will obviously have the pink net. His original did not make it. So I'm really counting on you guys because this one looks really, really cool with the pink. Um, I'm a big fan. Same. So make sure you guys that we all go and pre-order that one. I've already got one on pre-order, so I'm doing my job. Um, <laughs> we've got the Corey LaJoy number seven optic gaming Chevrolet Camaro, which was really popular on Twitter with a lot of different... Uh, I don't want to call them fandoms, but groups. Enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. There we go. Uh, we've got the Noah Gregson number 16 Charlotte Knights uh, Chevy Camaro that ran in May. It did. It took a long time. I think this car is perfect proof that approvals do not just happen overnight. They don't, people. They really don't. Yeah. Alex had to work on that one. Forever. Since May. Forever. <laughs> um, so finally got approvals for that uh, in just the ARC 124, Elite 124, and 164. Go order it today. Please. I did. <laughs> Matt was like number one on the oh, train of this car. We have, we have weekly meetings about what cars we're offering, which ones we can't, which ones we can, all that stuff. And I think it was every single week. I said, Alex, <laughs> what's going on with that Knight's car? 
fully what knowing that know? we didn't awesome. have approvals yet, but I would just like to get underneath her skin and be like, hey, where's that Knight's car? Don't forget, he, we want it. He literally sat next to me in the sales meeting last week and asked me that same question. Yep. <laughs> so, and look what happened. You're welcome. Yep. Yay. We, we fight for you guys, even, you know, when we want the car too. But um, on top of that, we've got the Kevin Harvick number four Boosh Ford Mustang. Oh, I'm sorry. Boosh Light Halloween Ford mm-hmm. Mustang. I wrote that it looks underneath Boosh-iful. it. Boosh-iful. Yes. <laughs> it is so cool. It's it, a it, way different look for a Bush car. If you're wondering what we're talking about, check it out on our website because it's Halloween themed. So boo, B-O-O-S-C-H. Yes. And we're not just like... We're not for the heck of it. Yeah. And Stuart Haas actually released a really cool graphic where the car is like in front of the shop and it's all like lightning and there's a bat that flies by. It's a really cool graphic that they put together. Uh, and the car really pops. Uh, and then last but not least, we've got two four packs that are currently up. The AJ Allmendinger Xfinity four pack for his Roval wins um, because the man just dominates. Four in a Roval. As... Alex calls it the house of AJ. Um, and then there's also the Gregson four pack of his four wins in a row, tying the Xfinity record. Uh, so go check all those out at lionelracing.com. Give our lovely customer care team a call at 1-800-952-0708. They are always awaiting to speak to you guys. Uh, and we've also got our other authorized Lionel Racing dealers that you can check out. Plus, as you all already know, as soon as a car comes out, Usually that afternoon, they are up on our Instagram story. So always be on the lookout for that. Good work, Carl. Thank that you. That was awesome. I'm so proud of you. Yep. My of, mouth is uh, kind of dry. <laughs> understood. Well, uh, we will bring you a bunch of cool stuff coming up in the next few weeks uh, here at Lionel Racing. And uh, we're going to touch on just a few of those and a lot of great opportunities for you to win some cool prizes, uh, both on social media and at the racetrack. And we'll get into all that coming up next. As promised, we do have some fun stuff coming your way at Lionel Racing and uh, some of it uh, coming to mass retailers. Some of us are some of it coming to Martinsville Speedway later on this week and uh, some of it just coming to our social media channels. So as you know, we talked about Panda Watch earlier where we were just trying to see uh, if and when this big old ship that was outside the Savannah port would ever actually get there because we've been waiting for wave four. You name a hashtag regarding wave four, and we've seen it all from save wave four to where's wave four to is wave four. Wave four doesn't doesn't exist. exist. (laughs) Um, uh, And finally, we can say it does exist. They're real. (laughs) Was it that Seinfeld? They're real and they're spectacular or something like that. But uh, wave four does exist. And that's what I said. Oh, yeah, that was my knee that time. That wasn't my hand. Uh, And the ship that was basically docked outside of the Savannah port was like 30th in line for a good two weeks, it seemed like. And we've been showing the the current live map of where our boat has been. Uh, But guess what? It's at the dock as we record this right now. Woo-hoo. It's uh, Tuesday morning, and uh, it's at the dock now. That takes some time to unload, and I don't know where our container is on the boat. If it was on the very top, it was all unloaded quickly. If it's at the bottom, it's going to take a little bit. So, But the good news is it's no longer 15 miles offshore. It is at a dock. There are people working 
and moving and it, that's all good things. Um, so of course, when it gets off the boat, it's got to get onto a truck. It's got to come to our warehouse and then it goes to the distribution centers for Walmart, Target and other bass retailers. So we're still talking uh, a few days to a couple weeks uh, before you start seeing these cars on the shelf. Uh, but that process is underway and that's Good news for everybody who wanted to hashtag save Wave 4. I think we finally saved Wave 4. I just really appreciate the people who are like, I work at that port. What boat number yeah. do you have? Like, it was really, really entertaining. And again, like Matt said, all the people who are like, we're going out there. One guy's like, I'm getting a team. Who wants to put together a team to boat out there and save Wave 4? And right. it's been a really great rally cry. Yes, and we're, we're happy that that process is underway. And of course, because of the, uh, uh, the backlog at the port, that uh, container also had some, uh, some of our collector line, uh, 124th and 164th scale cars as well. So uh, if you've got some cars on pre-order that were supposed to be coming in in uh, mid to late October, early November, there's a good chance that those are going to be uh, on that shipment as well. And the one that, and if they're not on that one, there's a, there's a good number of boats halfway between the port in China where they get shipped from and the United States right now. So we're going to be uh, kind of hot and heavy in our warehouse over the next few weeks with the uh, new die cast coming your way. As if the holiday season wasn't crazy enough. Yes. Amen. Yes. And, uh, but since everyone has paid, waited, I, no, I, not everyone has waited patiently. Some people have waited <laughs> extremely impatiently for wave four. And, you know, we see that too. Uh, and we don't blame you. We're kind of getting antsy too. Uh, but we wanted to at least give you a little heads up on some of the cars that will be in wave four. I know you've been uh, anxiously awaiting through the course of this race or course of this race, the course of this show. Uh, this show is taking about as long as a race does um, to uh, find out what our news is about wave four. Well, like I said, the wave four is here. That's probably the biggest news of all. Um, uh, but why don't we give you a little sneak peek as to some of the cars that will be in Wave 4 when they hit your local mass retailers and as well as the Lionel store in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so, Alex, what do you say? If uh, if I can borrow you for a quick moment, got uh, I've got uh, I've got a list of maybe about five cars that you can tell people that will be in Wave 4. So that won't be the whole Wave. There's a full Wave that we'll be releasing on social media, but let's give people a little sneak peek at and maybe a handful of the cars in this Wave. All right. Are you anxiously waiting? No. Okay. First up, Austin Cendrick's number two auto trader, Martin Truex Jr.'s number 19 Bass Pro Shops, Harrison Burton's number 21 Motocraft, Kevin Harvick's number four Mobile One, and Chase Elliott's number nine Unifirst. Some really cool 2022 next-gen uh, die-cast available in Wave 4. That's uh, about half the wave right there. And uh, if you want to know what's the rest of the wave, stay tuned to our social media channels. We will do a full wave unveil video coming up uh, soon, uh, as soon as we get the cars in hand, basically. So uh, that could be any time now. So uh, stay tuned for sure. That's, that's half the wave right there. And uh, we've got some, uh, some more stuff to show you in the coming days. While you uh, start wondering what the other uh, handful of cars will be in Wave 4, if you're going to be at Martinsville Speedway this weekend, uh, we hope you're there because we will be there. We have uh, about 50 RCCA collectors, uh, RCCA members that have signed up to be a part of a hospitality suite with us. Uh, we will be uh, up high above Martinsville Speedway in one of the suites, and those collectors uh, will be joining us. we got a lot of cool giveaways for them, and uh, we're going to eat, drink, and be merry through the course of the weekend. Carlene and I will be there. Alex will be there uh, in what we got maybe three or four others uh, on our team that will be at the racetrack. 
So it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, no matter what. The racing is going to be great. And uh, those collectors that uh, did uh, purchase the package for the sweet tickets, uh, we're looking forward to uh, having a good time with you all uh, in, uh, in Martinsville this weekend. So while we're there, we figure we might as well have a little bit of fun even when we're not in, hanging out in the suite uh, this weekend. So I'm going to send Carlene on a mission. Woohoo! And I will be with her because, you know... She needs security. <laughs> so what we'll do is maybe we'll go on social media and uh, have like a little scavenger hunt of sorts. We'll maybe play like a little Where's Waldo or Where's Carlene or something like that. Where's and, Carl? I, was yes. just, I figured that's where he was going to end it yeah. Well, you know, but then I don't want them looking for like some dude named Carl either. I was just imagining Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> okay. Oh, I See, I was Carl Weezer. I, I was picturing Carl Weathers who played Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. Ah. Uh, and uh, Chubbs in uh, Happy Gilmore. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so they're all great images. I'm yes. up there with a lot of really awesome people. Yes. Um, so what we'll do, stay tuned to our social media channels. If you're going to be in Martinsville, and I know here come the, oh, I can't go to Martinsville. Why don't you do this in my track? Well, because we we don't go to every track. We do what we can. Right. We're, we're happy to do what we're able to do when we're able to do it. Okay. Uh, but if you are going to be in Martinsville this weekend, uh, stay tuned to our Twitter and our Instagram, and uh, we'll post some things periodically through the course of the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, saying, hey, we're hanging out here. Come see us. We've got some prizes. We'll have some autographed die cast. Uh, we'll have 164, 124 scale die cast. We'll have NASCAR Authentics on hand. Um, maybe we'll find some other things just laying around the shop, the, the office here that we don't know what to do with. Uh, you know, maybe we'll take some of Alex's, you know, bling bling cups or something like that. There we go. No, know. mine. <laughs> But uh, if you're going to be in Martinsville, definitely stay tuned to our Twitter. And what I want you to do, uh, and we'll post this as well, but uh, if you see one of us at one of our established locations for a giveaway, you know, let's just say, you know, at the Chase Elliott souvenir trailer on the Midway or something like that. Like, hey, we're here. We got this thing. I want you to come say, hey, Lionel Racing. And that's all you got to do to win the prize. Be the first one to do it. Simple as that. I mean, it may, I can make it no easier. Now, we did this a couple of years ago at Daytona. Thomas and I did this. And Thomas will be with us as well in Martinsville. Uh, but when we did this at Tom in uh, Daytona, once we posted that we were going to be doing this, there was a group of like four or five dudes that followed us every flipping where we went. <laughs> I don't care if it was to the concession stand. I don't care if it was to the restroom. There were dudes that followed us into the restroom thinking that we were going to give some damn die cast away while we're peeing. <laughs> like, like, that ain't going to happen. That's not, I promise you, if you see somebody with a Lionel racing shirt going to the restroom, don't freaking follow us, okay? Just please don't. But If that, you see a meat not enjoying a hot dog, they're not giving away a die cast right. at that time. You know, I'm not saying, you know, just pay attention and, you know, we will go hide. It, you know, we don't, don't make it weird for us, okay? Like, don't be weird. Yeah, just please don't be weird. But have fun. That's really what it comes down to. That's why we're doing this. We want to uh, engage a little bit with our fans and our collectors that are going to be at the racetrack while we have an opportunity to do it at Martinsville Speedway this weekend. So really, it's going to be simple. Wherever we say, hey, meet us here. And uh, if you're the first one there, you say, hey, Lionel Racing, we'll give you a prize. I don't think we can make something fun or a giveaway any easier than that. Um and then, uh, what should we do? Maybe after Martinsville, once we know who the final four, the championship four for all three series will be, we will open up another giveaway on our social media channels. Uh, we're probably just going to do it on Twitter because it's easier to follow hashtags on Twitter than it is anywhere else. 
uh, I want you to go on our social media channels. And this is, again, this is after Martinsville. We will put a post out. You can comment on that post. Don't worry about doing it now before Martinsville or anything like that. But we're going to open up another giveaway. Give us your picks for all three series, Truck Series, Xfinity, and Cup. Whoever you think is going to win the championship, not necessarily the race, but the championship for all three series. If one person nails all three of them, that person will win a prize. If there's a series of people or, you know, a number of people that uh, guess all three champions, we will randomly select one winner to win a cool die cast prize. And we'll do a similar uh, um, giveaway uh, on our RCCA member forum for a $50 LionelRacing.com gift card. Uh, so two opportunities. So if you're a forum member uh, or even if you're not, definitely go to uh, – uh, our Lionel Racing Forum, which you can access through lionelracing.com and uh, sign up or uh, register to be a part of that giveaway there. Uh, but certainly, uh, I'm sure everybody that follows or that's listening right now follows us on some form of social media, but uh, follow us on Twitter for your chance to win a great diecast prize uh, to be determined because we just... By the time that we recorded this, I haven't picked out what the prize will be, but it'll be worth it'll be worth entering. Let's put it that way, okay? We're not going to give you some. Sure, it will. Yeah, I promise you. <laughs> I mean, everything we have, if it's free, it's for me. I mean, absolutely, yeah, that's I, the racing motto. Yeah, I mean, people should realize, you know, it's anything that comes out of our building, you know, ain't a turd, right? Like, we, oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's going to be a, a cool thing to get. So. Um, but we'll make it. Uh, we'll make it certainly uh, really cool to uh, to uh, honor your great selections. And if nobody selects the the four or the three the champions, three. I wonder what we should do. I'll keep it. I was going to say <laughs> we'll just keep it and save it for next time. But uh, I'm. Sh- I don't think that's going to be an issue. I think somebody's going to nail all three of them. So uh, at least one person will. Uh, so that's it. That's uh, all the cool stuff that we got coming up between NASCAR Authentics coming soon to a local retailer near you, uh, f- to the giveaways at Martinsville Speedway and through our social media channels. So uh, some really cool, fun stuff coming your way from Lionel Racing. And uh, we will wrap things up here with our last lap highlight and a couple other news items uh, coming up next on Authenticated. As we always do in our final segment of the week, we want to wrap things up with our last light, last lap highlight of the week. Easy for me to say, right? So where we, uh, we each of us in the room kind of goes through what we thought was the coolest part of this past week, or maybe that what's coming up in the coming week uh, in the diecast world, as well as the NASCAR racing scene, or maybe hey, maybe you're just happy that you bought a couch or something like that over this past weekend. Maybe that could be. I did that. <laughs> you did? Yeah, I have a picture. I'll show it. You. Yes. Uh, so whatever the situation might be, let's let's share and 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 have fun with one another. So uh, let's start with you, Alex. What's your last lap highlight of Wait, the week? Wait, are we not doing racing related now? Uh, hey, well, I'm we, at Carrie Underwood last weekend. That was pretty epic. That was huge. And now you have a restraining order. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, no, but racing related. So the, uh, the WWE was in Charlotte last night and Corey LaJoy was there and so was Dale Jr. But Dale Jr. shirt literally said race or walk in raise hell leave and it was on a dale so raise hell praise dale and i don't know if anybody saw it this morning but stone cold steve austin actually replied Mm -hmm. and said dale yeah (laughs) i love that (laughs) which was pretty cool that's amazing i do love that all right carl how about your last lap highlight my last lap highlight well personally 
I got a couch. Um, <laughs> it wasn't technically for my house. It was for my significant other's house. And it was the last piece of furniture that the house needed. So finally got that in there and the living room's taking shape. Which I thought was interesting that there was a couch in the garage the entire I time, was, but yeah. you never hey. wanted the living room. Yes, the man cave garage has been put together far more than the house has. They, they were sitting on lawn chairs in the living room, but a couch Literally, in the garage. Literally, there's one recliner in the living room. I'm like, this does not work. So got a couch, that's personal, and that's... I'm very hype about that. Um, but racing slash diecast related, I'm super pumped because the 2022 race one diecasts are coming in. Mm -hmm. Like, it feels like already after how long everything kind of seemed to take last year. The Cindric Daytona 500 and the Logano Clash are already in, have been billing and shipping. If you haven't gotten that one, the Bowman Vegas comes in next week. I know this because I have it on pre-order, as well as the Brad Kozlowski and the Chris Busher dual wins. And then Chase, Chase, Chastain's Coda win comes in at the end of November. So it feels like it's all kind of happening really quickly, and I'm super pumped about that. And the Talladega win. And the Talladega win. I didn't look at that one, but wow, I've yeah. got that one on pre-order too. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's uh, exciting stuff. Uh, my last lap highlight is actually going to be twofold. Is it a short track? Sure is. He's I, the only one that doesn't have one written down. I yeah. just want to point that out. I was going to say, yeah, he nope, always nope. doesn't need notes. So mine's on track stuff. So I am pumped. Just some NASCAR related short track news, right? So this coming or in just a couple of days, by the time you're hearing this, probably either that day or the day, be, uh, day after uh, with the NASCAR wheel and modified tour finishing up their season at Martinsville. Uh, really cool to see Tommy Baldwin, who of course was a NASCAR crew chief, won the Daytona 500 team owner and everything like that. His team actually won uh, another modified tour championship, the, uh, Southern, uh, the smart tour, Southern modified auto racing team or whatever it is, the smart tour championship. They won the title there with driver Caleb Hetty in, uh, the seven NY, which is a cool story. Cause Tommy Baldwin's dad drove a seven NY car up in the Northeast for a long time, hmm. tragically lost his life at Thompson speedway. Gosh, probably 15 years ago now, uh, maybe more than that. Uh, but Tommy's always run his dad's number on the cars that he owns. They won the Smart Tour Championship, and they are going for the Owners Championship. In the, or actually, I think they've already won the Owners Champ Owners Championship in the NASCAR Wheeland Modified Tour uh, with a, a series of three different drivers. So really cool for Tommy Baldwin. And in this race in Martinsville, so if you're going to Martinsville early and you want to go to the Modified Race Thursday night, Ryan Newman and Bobby Labonte are going to be teammates for the SS Racing Team, and that team is actually owned by a Virginia State Senator and Hermie Sadler. So uh, it's Bill Stanley is the and Hermie Sadler SS Racing. So that's where that comes from. But Hermie Sadler, of course, Virginia and, you know, business owner in that area in the Martinsville area. So kind of short track tie or uh, NASCAR ties to the short track world. God dang it. Five. <laughs> um, and uh, finally, also on the short track racing side, but this time diecast related, right? We released some late model product uh, not too long ago. And all I will say is that that will not be the only late model product that you will see come across your uh, your eyes over the next uh, little bit. So uh, really cool stuff in the works, stuff that no one's ever seen before, stuff that will get people excited, whether you're a NASCAR fan, a short track fan, doesn't matter. Uh, we've got cool stuff coming your way. Okay, that's all I'm able to say to you right now. Um, but as a guy who's passionate about NASCAR racing and short track racing like me, I'm pumped up for what we got coming down. So uh, stay tuned for that. I know that was about as vague as, you know, can be, but I wouldn't tell you if I wasn't excited about it. So uh, all that to be said, uh, really cool things coming down the pike uh, here from Lionel Racing. And 
of course, as always, anytime that you've got a question, we got to get those questions back coming uh, our way. So uh, we're doing hashtag Ask Lionel Racing, right? I think is what we normally mm -hmm. do uh, on our social media feed. So if you have any questions about some things uh, diecast related, maybe some processes, uh, you know, questions that we can, you know, answer for you that maybe you have always wondered, or maybe you're new to collecting or something like that, and you don't really understand what, how certain things work or, you know, what we've got going on here. Uh, we are willing to share whatever information we're able to. So use hashtag Ask Lionel Racing on social media so we can get those questions answered on future episodes of Authenticated. Uh, I think we've covered everything we needed to cover, right? Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. That was a lot today. So uh, we had a lot of fun. Thank you all for tuning in. For Alex and Carl, I'm Matt. Appreciate you joining us, and we will see you this weekend at Martinsville Speedway. Hope to uh, have a great time at the Paperclip. Follow Lionel Racing on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, and use hashtag AuthenticatedFan.